In this podcast, I'm going to talk about emotional hijacks in sport, what they are and what to do with them. So what's an emotional hijack? Well, that's when the emotional thinking part of our brain takes over and starts to make us do things that we might later regret or that we disagree with. Uh, but it's only afterwards that we look back and think, why did I do that? Um, in sport, this can quickly take you out of your processes and adversely affect your performance. So a, an emotional hijack in sport is undesirable. We see several types of hijack in sport. Um, anything where our mind isn't focusing on delivering our performance and interfering with our skills is a hijack. So what kind of things might we see? Well, there might be an excitable hijack, say when you've just scored and you're focused more on celebrating and enjoying the moment than on what you're meant to be doing next, particularly in a transition sport where the next play happens immediately. Uh, you might also be have a similar sort of excitable hijack when you've done something good. It might not be scoring, it might just be a good piece of skill. So again, it might take you away from focusing on what you are supposed to be doing next because your mind is now in an excited state and focusing on how it feels rather than focusing on what goes next. There might be hijacks around frustration, annoyance. You might be annoyed with yourself for something that you did or didn't do. You might be annoyed with a teammate for something they did or didn't do. You might be annoyed with the officials for a call that was made or a call that wasn't made. You might be annoyed with an opponent. An opponent might be winding you up or playing on your emotions in some way and you find that annoying or frustrating. Uh, you might be annoyed or frustrated with the conditions. There might be lots of things that you could be annoyed about, but annoyance is a hijack. Annoyance and frustration are hijacks. They're taking you away from your focus of delivering your skill and following your processes, following the game plan. So that would be a hijack. You might be distracted. You might be distracted by something going on outside of the sport, maybe something in your personal life, something that you're thinking about, and that may be on your mind. And if that's on your mind, that may take you away from focusing on your processes and delivering your skill. Um, there may be distractions from the crowd, from the opposition, maybe distractions from a teammate, uh, from the bench of your team, maybe from the coaches. There could be distractions in any area, but any distraction is taking you away from your processes and from delivering your skills. And we see those as a hijack, as an emotional hijack. Look, these hijacks are inevitable. They will happen to you. You will be distracted. You will be annoyed, frustrated. You will be excited, excited or excitable at various points. And you will therefore be out of game mode, out of focusing on what you're meant to be doing. And that will be to the detriment of your own performance and to the performance of the team. So the question is then, what do we need to do? How do we re-engage? How do we manage the hijack and re-engage quickly. What we're really looking for is how do you get your head back into performance as quickly as possible and how do you re-engage the automatic processing part that can deliver the performance. So here are some things that you might need to do. The first thing, if you're feeling some emotion you might need to let some of the emotion out safely. 
Now this isn't always easy to do in sport, uh, but there are examples of this in sport. So for example, Tiger Woods used to have the 10 step rule where he would allow himself to feel his emotions and process his emotions and even vocalize his emotions for 10 steps after he'd hit a poor shot. So you can think about, well, where could you and how could you vent your emotions in the sport that you play? How could you vent, vent your emotions safely without it interfering on what happens next? If we can't vent our emotions, we might have to box our emotions. And what we mean by boxing our emotions is basically putting our feelings in a, in a box. If we have distracting feelings, if we have excitable feelings, if we have feelings of frustrations or annoyance, how can we put those feelings in a box to process them later? Now, it's really important that when we imagine putting our feelings in a box, that we do make a deal with ourselves that we will process those emotions later. It, it has to work like that. If, if we try to ignore our emotions uh, and don't process them later, then we won't believe ourselves the next time we want to do it. So what we have to remind ourselves is if we put our emotions in a box, if we say I'm boxing my emotions, I will have to come back to them and I will have to process them later. And that means actually engaging with our emotions and thinking about how we felt at the time and talking about them and working our way through them after the game. So that's really important if we're going to try and box our emotions. Now, boxing our emotions is a real skill. It's hard to do It's uh, because what we're trying to do is sh immediately shut down how we're feeling. And that's not easy. But as I say, shutting down how we're feeling is possible if we return to the feelings later. Uh, we may need to bring in some perspective. So sometimes we feel uh, emotionally hijacked. We feel like we can't concentrate on the game anymore, but maybe we can bring in some perspective, some perspective giving thoughts like such as, um, I'm doing my best here. Um, I'm focusing on my intent and my effort and that's, and that's good, that's within my control. Uh, another piece of perspective, not everything will go my way. So we have to remind ourselves that we're playing sport and in sport, there's lots of jeopardy the opposition are trying to stop us, so things will happen that go against us, uh, and uh, we have to remind ourselves that it, it won't go exactly as we think, as we hope it will. Another piece of perspective that some people use that it's just to remind yourself it's just sport that you know this is just a bunch of people chasing a bit of plastic around an arena, and uh, it's not life and death. Now that can help somebody, some people that doesn't help other people so you have to work out what helps you uh, and that can those kinds of thoughts can give us some perspective that sort of snap us out of the emotional hijack that we're feeling sometimes we may need to forgive ourselves let's just say we've made an error an unforced error and obviously we're not making errors on purpose so we may need to forgive ourselves and we may need to remind ourselves that look we're doing our best here we're trying we're making our best efforts we're not deliberately trying to make mistakes and uh you know, we, we're just focusing on doing the best that we can. And we need to give ourselves a bit of tender loving care sometimes and a bit of forgiveness if we feel that we're beating ourselves up. So that's really important. And what we're trying to get to really is a point of acceptance, a point of acceptance of what's happened and so that we can move on and focus on our role in the game plan and getting back to our uh, our role in our process. So 
a really helpful thing to think about in all of this is the question of what's next. Whenever anything's happened, whenever we feel like we're hijacked, whenever we feel like we're mentally out of the game, focus on your process and think about what's next. What do I need to do next? Now that can trigger our mind back into your process and your performance. This focus on what's next rather than what's just happened. This is all about getting your head back into the game and what we're aiming to do is to reduce that back in game time uh, to as short a time as possible with practice. Now this is a skill and the more you practice it, the more you practice this idea of getting your head back into the game, the back in game time, often known as B-I-G, big time, uh, the more you can shorten that, the better for you and your team and the act of shortening it, the act of practicing this is a skill. And as with any skill, the more you practice it, the better you'll get. So that's a little bit about hijacks and, and what they are and how to manage them. And I'd like you to think about this in your own gameplay. Think about where you're often hijacked. Think about uh, plans that you might employ to manage your hijack and practice the skill of getting back in the game and changing that back in game time that big time to as short a time as possible as possible it will help you it will help your performance and it will help your teammates